You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 74, I am going to kind of go over why you should have a business partner and how to choose one. And now when I say you should have a business partner, of course, it doesn't mean every single one of you listening should have one um, right now for what you're doing. Um, But overall, I think first, it's a great experience to have. So you should, you know, go into a venture with somebody. It's really good experience. You'll learn a lot from it, um, not in just business, but in relationship management, in in just plain old management. In it just a, it's there's a lot of small skills that I wouldn't have now if I hadn't started a marketing firm with one of my best friends. And so the first part that I kind of want to go over uh, before I go into how to choosing one is kind of go over what to look for in a business partner and why you should have one. So that way you know, okay, this is why I'm going to out to find a business partner. And maybe it's someone you're already friends with, or maybe it's, or maybe you want to meet somebody who would be a good fit. Um, and any situation, this is going to help you with that. And so the first reason that I recommend having a business partner is simply to fill gaps in your knowledge. For example, when I started the marketing firm with my friend, what I knew really well was I knew the business side of it. I knew how to do sales. I knew how to set up a business, how to do finances, accounting. Like I knew all of that. But where I was more weak was in the actual marketing side of it because that's what she, Clara, if you haven't heard, she's on my podcast every month. We do a little, what what do we call it? I think we're calling it um, Confidence with Clara. I think we were calling it. I I don't think we actually had a name for that kind of segment. But she's on my podcast every month because we used to have a weekly podcast together. And the social marketing podcast is still out there if you want to go look at it, if you're interested in learning about marketing, uh, social media, and all that. But since we stopped doing that one, we've just been doing a monthly segment here on my podcast. And so it's... It was really great having that balance because especially when it came to Instagram, because it's something that I just don't, I I mean, I can do and yeah, I've learned how to do it, but it's not my strong point. My strong point is running a business and doing sales and, and, you know, that side of things. That's what I'm good at. And so when it actually came to the marketing side and doing the work for clients in, in creating the product, right? The actual service we're providing is that that was like, it was just so helpful because it was that gap of knowledge. And so you want to find somebody. So if you want to go into a venture, let's say you have an idea. Um, like for me, what I've been thinking a lot about is technology. Um, this is just what's been on my mind. I'm like, you know what? I need, I, I really want to do some kind of venture into technology with, you know, whether it's an app or a website, you know, like just something. I, I don't know what yet. And I have a lot of ideas for me, because it's on my mind and something I want, I would want to get into, I would find someone who knows how to program. I would find someone who knows how to develop apps. I would find someone who knows that space and what's coming up and what already exists and how to fit in. That would just that would be what I would look for. And so and the other part of it though, the second thing of why you want a business partner is that it doubles your time. And if you have, you know, you go on an adventure with, you know, two people, then it triples your time. And it was, 
that's just it's just a reality of running a business as there's not enough time to do everything that you want to do i mean plus your personal life plus other ventures like me you know i have so many things going on so many things i'm doing i just don't have time to do everything that i want to do and that was a great thing about running a business with a partner is that especially since it was both of our it was our part-time job really it was our side hustle really for both of us and so it was it was so beneficial because I had so few hours in the week to have someone else who could double my time because we shared enough skills. And there are so many other benefits of having a partner, um, improving communication skills um, and also learning how to work well with somebody. I mean, because it it. it it carried over into both of our personal lives and how we deal with people. And for me personally, just like personal growth, is that I I can be I can I can I used to well I used to be and can be if I don't if I'm not very careful, I can be very difficult to work with just because I'm focused in I I mean and nothing. I don't notice other things. So like, let's say like with my business partner, like that it happened where I would just be like, this is our task. This is what we're doing. This is the project. Okay, now we're doing this. And I would kind of ignore that. Oh, you're not feeling well today. Like, oh, we should, you know, adjust the schedule accordingly. And that was just something that I just had to learn was, you know, not to be, not to be so laser focused that I ignore vital parts of, you know, of the other person's life and learning to, you know, work within boundaries of, you know, be a little bit more flexible. Whereas with myself, I can be really hard on myself. Just be like, this is the goal. This is the focus. This is what I'm doing and laser focus in and go do it. And it doesn't matter. Like, cause it's just me. And if I, you know, ignore something like, oh, I forgot to eat or I forgot to sleep or like, I forgot to get exercise and, you know, like different parts of my personal life. I'm like, oh, Oh, well, too, it's too bad. I'll make up for it um, now or later. And so that was just, it was just, it was just so valuable for me because I was able to hone that, that management skill side of me. Cause it's something that I haven't really done before, except maybe like in a classroom setting, all the actual jobs I had were all, you know, low level where I had a boss. I wasn't in charge of anybody, um, except for a couple times where I kind of, uh, it's long stories. <laughs> and in fact, it's, I, I thought I I thought I planned a podcast episode around this. I have a story about what that time I was put in a leadership position, um, and I don't think I've made an episode about that. Okay, I'm gonna I'll put that in my notes to do that. Um, probably at the beginning of the year. That would be fun. It's just it's just <laughs> things go wrong. I mean, I love I love making mistakes. Um, the problem is that when that mistake spills over to other people, I'm like, oh, I learned from this, but now I'm dragging you down too. So I have to be careful when it comes to making mistakes. And hey, that's something else I learned is that for me, I can do something and if it doesn't work out, I'm like, okay, I learned something from it. Cool. Now I know either not to do this or now I know how to navigate this or how to be successful in the future. Whereas with when I'm working with someone else, you have to be mindful of it. I mean, just like any other relationship, it's just like any, you know, friendship, romantic relationship, whatever it is, you have to learn how to work with somebody to accomplish the goal. And that's kind of where it bleeds into choosing somebody. Now, First things first, do not go into business with someone just because they're your friend. That is the most terrible thing you'll do to yourself. You'll end up hating life. It's like getting married to someone and having kids and a family with someone just because you don't want to be rude to them. And because, oh, they're, yeah, I like them and they're my friend. And so I guess we could do this. That'll be fine, right? That's ridiculous. Don't do that. 
Um, you want some key things, and I've written down some key things, and I'm sure my brain will just come up with things as I go. But the first thing I want to kind of go over is honesty. Honesty and, and kind of bleeds into respect. Now, if you've heard me, I think I've said this a couple times in previous episodes, where the most important thing to me when I'm when, uh, with a friendship is honesty and respect, mutual, you know, both going both ways. I want to be able to be honest with the person and I want to be able to respect them and aspire to be like them in different parts. Like with Clara, one thing I really respect about her is her ability to have like just like things go wrong and just push past them and destroy them and leave them in her wake. Like that's just something she's so uh, great at. And that was one, and that's, you know, one reason why I really wanted to work with her and why we're such good friends is that I look at that, I'm like, okay, you know, I maybe I have this quality, but I, I can aspire to improve to your level, and you can push me to your level. That's what I'm talking about when it comes to respect. Um, and the thing with honesty, and so I think, ah, I can't remember if I shared this story or not, but it was in the first like month of working with each other, and... And, and, and I noticed that um, Clara would, would take some time to respond to messages, especially text messages, where I'd be like, okay, are we doing this with this client? Are we, you know, I'm doing this. What about this for this project that we're working on? And I wouldn't hear for her for hours, if maybe sometimes a full day or more. And obviously, this is a problem when you're trying to do something and you don't want to just steamroll and be like, I'm doing my own thing. And especially, or when I needed information about something we're working on. And so I literally I drove to her house and I was actually, I was in the area. I, I, I want to make it sound really dramatic just for drama sake, but I was, I was in the area. And so I stopped by her house, knocked on the door and I was like, Hey, and he, of course he's like, Oh no, like Luke just showed up randomly at my door. What's happening. And I was like, you need to respond to your texts faster. And she goes, you know what? That's right. That, that's something I totally need to work on. Good. We're going to do this. And I said, great. And then the conversation lasted maybe 30 seconds and I left. And her roommate, later I found out her roommate was listening. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he just talked to you like that. She was like, what, what do you mean? Like, he, there's a problem and we're going to fix it. Like, that's just like, it was just so natural to us. And, and and believe me, she did that does that to me too. You know, especially like I was mentioning before with my just like a little too focused vision. Or she'd be like, okay, no, you need to step back. You need, uh, we can't do this right now. I'd be like, okay, you know what? You're right. I need to work on that. That's, you know, a fault of mine. And so w we had this constant interaction of being just brutally honest. We're like, you know what? You, you messed up with this. You need to stop doing this or you need to start doing this. And, and just having that back and forth is just so vital because what's going to kill your business would be politeness. <laughs> and of course, like be nice. Like, of course, like I'm not telling you to be rude to each other. But if you want a business to die, especially well, a partnership, a partnership and a business to die, you'll be too polite with each other because you won't correct mistakes. You won't fix faults. And then they'll just build and build and build. And this is the same like when I say business partner, because that is like what I'm here to talk about. But it's the same thing in relationships. Like all of this applies to relationships as well, because there's also, you know, and I won't lie. There's also emotional component of it. If you're working with someone and especially leading to the next point of a similar vision, you're working with someone towards something. And you want that to be similar. And there's definitely an emotional benefit of this, of work, you know, working with someone toward a vision and accomplishing it. It's very rewarding. And of course, just like. You're by your nature, um, we are social beings, and so by interacting with someone and accomplishing something with someone is very rewarding. 
Um, so you want to make sure you're, you're working towards the, the same vision. You make you want to make sure you're always on the same page. Like we constantly were talking about where is this business going? What are we doing? We switched, you know, like I think three main times we had three main changes in the business because we realized we weren't happy with what was going on. And so we were like, no, we need to focus on this instead. We started with courses. We we're like, we want to do education around marketing. And we realized it's not the right time. It's not, it's just like nothing about it was right. And so we decided, okay, no, 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 we're going to, we're going to switch it up. We're going to work with clients first, make a, make an income, have a steady income, and then we can maybe go back to courses. And then after, you know, I think it was like six months or so of working with clients and making money, we decided, you know what, I, I, neither of us really like this either. Oh, wait, I know. What if we created different products around marketing? Because then, you know, that that's something we could just sell and it will sit back and it'll take care of itself for the most part, of course. And we're like, okay, that's great. So we're working towards that. Then we realize, no, we don't like this either. And so um, it just got to a point where we're doing something like we don't like this. We're working with someone and we don't, we don't want this vision. Like this is not our vision. This is not what we enjoy. This is not something I want to be doing forever. And so that's why eventually we um, closed down the firm as because we just weren't, we weren't happy with, you know, where it was going. We didn't have... Um, it wasn't that we had the same, we didn't have the same vision. It's that we had our visions for our own lives and we wanted to pursue them and it didn't involve owning a marketing firm. <laughs> and so it's just, um, you know, we, we, we had, it took some time and we had to experiment, we had to do things like we had to really do things together and to figure out, okay, no, this, this isn't what we want. Um, so you want to make sure that you have the same vision. You want to make sure that it's very clear about where are we going with this? What do we want to do? And if they're just like, oh yeah, you know, I'll I'll do this, you know, whatever, I'll try this out. That's not it. That's not good. That's not a good sign. Unless you're the same way. If you're like, well, I'll just try this out. You're like, okay, sure, we'll try this out. We'll do something, and if it doesn't work out, boom, we're done. Like if there's not a huge commitment there, then fine. Um, it's basically a casual relationship at that point, not necessarily a partnership to build a business. Um, but this, and then next, what's crucial is work ethic. You have to make sure you are on the same page, number of hours, what is being accomplished because the, what, what you don't want to do is, you know, you're in the beginning phase, beginning phase of starting a business is the best phase. It's so much fun. I wish I could just start businesses all the time and then, and then they just go on and just make money themselves, which is, I mean, something I can do. I just need, you know, a base of capital for that because it takes a lot of money to do that. Um, and so it's really fun and you get, and you will have fun. You'll be working long hours. You'll be just excited about starting things and creative things. But then all of a sudden, what's going to happen is that you're going to go up and up and up and up, and then there will be a dip and you know, just kind of level out for, uh, because you can't be constantly creating. You have to be, it takes, there's a long period of just doing, you know, the mundane things, the everyday things of running a business. You have to really love it if you want to keep doing it. And so there will be that dip. And then all of a sudden you might like be working maybe 50, 60 hours a week and your business partners may be working 30. Um, I mean, of course, depending, it's probably going to be your side hustle, um, depending on what's going on in your life right now. So maybe, you know, if let's say it's a side hustle, okay, it's probably what's going to be happening in your life if you make a, if you find a business partner, whether you're start, you already have a business or whether you're working a job. 
Um, you, let's say you're working a 40-hour week, and then on top of that, you're working 20 hours on your business. Well, maybe your business partner is working 5 or 10 because they also have a full-time job. That's the kind of thing you want to make clear. And in fact, what we did is we had a, we had a partnership agreement. Like we actually, I found, well, I found something online and then I just edited it. Um, I don't, let's see, I think I have it, but I don't know if I can actually share it. There's a lot of private, there's a lot of private information on it. So I don't think I can actually share it. Um, yeah, I'll see, but probably not. So don't expect to go see that. And when you go to the show notes at the communicate with confidence podcast.com <laughs> subtle plug, uh, but uh, we actually had an agreement and said, okay, this is our expectations. This is what we want to accomplish. This is what we want to go to. I don't think we, we didn't set a hard number of hours, but basically what we agreed to is that we're going to be, we're going to be working a lot. Like we're, we're, we're going to expect each other to be on the same page and we're constantly communicating about it. I set up a, I set up a time tracking system. Um, it didn't. It didn't go over so. <laughs> it didn't work so well because we would both, you know, do something, you know, for five minutes and then you know go back because it was just it just it didn't work out. Um, for some people, it does, and I definitely recommend trying it out using a tracking. I used um, T Metric. It's a free tracking. Um, just plug in on Chrome. They also have an app. Um, not. I mean, not sponsor or anything. Just. You know, it's a, it's a thing that I use and it's totally free for uh, two people. I think it's free. I think it might be three. I'm pretty sure. No, I think it's just two. And so that kind of kept track. I was like, okay, what, what, what are we doing? And then we would, we would meet every week and then we'd go over it and we'd go, okay, this is, this is what I accomplished this week. This is kind of what I was doing. And then if there was a discrepancy, be like, Hey, I worked like, 30 hours this week on this project and then you work 10 like why and then we had that's a conversation you know that goes back to the honesty it's saying you know i i'm doing way more work i'm putting more into this we're 50 50 partners and so i expect us to be both doing the same thing and so you know that's just conversations that we had to have um going you know going back and forth because you know sometimes i wouldn't be, i wouldn't i mean i'm not it's on i realize that i've been like i've been just you know putting examples out and it sounds like just like passive aggressive remarks like at what happened like in our business like no it's not these are just these are just examples <laughs> like i i did i i failed you know we failed equally let's say let's say that and so that's something you just really want to make sure that you have is a solid work ethic on each of you to pursue that vision and that, if that's not the same then maybe that's something that you need to you, you need to decide you know is this Am I willing to work more? And maybe I'll ma make the partnership like 70-30 because I'm more invested into this. Or, you know, it it depends on um, depends on what's going on. So, or you just say, nope, this isn't right for me. You want to make sure you have this before you sign the papers, before you start making money, before there's bank accounts and finances and passwords and all that stuff. Like you want to make sure things are settled before because things can go really, really wrong if you're not very careful. And I'm not speaking from experience, just I want to make that clear. Oh boy, what am I doing? I'm sorry, Claire, if I made this sound bad, like I'm not, like I was, I'm very, I'm very, like we still like, we still meet constantly and you know, she's on my podcast, so it's not, yeah, I realize I'm just making, I'm just making, I'm just making her sound bad. That's not my intention. If you get, if you're taking that type of context, that is definitely not, like it's not the correct context. And so the final thing you really want to look for is 
just is is the balance between skill overlap. Now I said, you know, fill gaps of your knowledge, but you can't have two different you can't have two completely different banks of knowledge. Um what worked well is that with Clara and I we both knew about marketing. We knew both knew how to market. Now yes, she was stronger and that was her area. And I knew more about business building and that was my area. So we had our roles. Like I was taking care of the accounting, I took care of the sales and I you know that kind of thing. And then she, you know, built the website. She ran our social media, like that, and and did client stuff with the social media, with you know, all that stuff. And so, that was it. Was really great because I was able to be like, okay, we were able to communicate about the actual vision of the company. I think that's the most important overlap you should have, is the overlap in what we're actually doing. What is the company doing? Like, what is our mission? What is our product? What is our vision? And that's what we should both know about. For example, like I was talking about tech, you know, like uh, if I want to do something like what, what, what is an idea I have? I don't know. Something maybe around mental health. I, was, I had an idea for like a mental health app and like journal and stuff like that. I I know. Oh, I know. I mean, obviously, I'm the expert in mental health and I would bring in someone who's an expert in IT programming, you know, that side of it. But I would also want them to know about mental health. I would also want them to have um, some kind of knowledge or experience or, you know, something in that area. Because if not, then we're going in two different directions. And and so that's like something that I would want, you know? And there I'm sure there and there are. Like <laughs> I know for a fact that there there are there are programmers out there with experience in mental health in some regard, you know, in some in some kind of regard. And so that's the kind of skill overlap I would want. So it's a balance. And I'm not saying I know the perfect balance, but there is definitely a balance between skill overlap, and then, and then also a diversity of knowledge. And having a diversity of knowledge is really helpful. And also, like, even though it's kind of shallow, Clara being a girl, me being a guy, it was actually helpful because she was able to see things in a completely different way. She was able to see ads, you know, that maybe were targeting her, and she was able to analyze them better than me. She was able to relate better to um, different uh, target markets that we were pursuing, whether for a client or for ourselves. And, and so it was, it was really eye-opening for me to see things through her perspective. And I was able to learn, actually, I was able actually to really learn a lot, um, from that. And so, you know, even just like on a really like shallow level, I was able to learn something, you know, from that different, from that, you know, diversity of knowledge and I don't know, physical, mental and mental and physical diversity. I think that's the way, I think that's the way to put it. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I have for you today. Um, if you have questions or anything, feel free to send me an email or leave a comment. You can actually leave a comment in the show notes. And now I made up a, I made a little comment form um, at the Communicate with Confidence podcast.com. Remember, this is number 74. If you're listening to this in the future, please tell me that we have hover cars. I can't wait. Or send me a picture of my Tesla. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, <laughs> what am I doing? Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, which the majority of you are, please, what is it? Leave it. Rate? Is that the correct terminology? Star it? I I'm not an Apple person, so I don't know anything about iTunes and all that stuff. Um, but definitely rate and subscribe. I feel like I'm doing a 2011 YouTube uh, <laughs> video. 
Oh my gosh, it's late. Uh, it's time to go. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. Remember, I have now discounted courses and uh, ebooks and all that stuff for you, waiting for you at LukeDMaxwell.com. Hope to see you there, and I'll definitely see you next time this Saturday when I'm talking about how I created my best speech ending ever. I'm excited for this one. Take care, do what you love, and remember to always stay on the positive side of things. 